You are listening to an Art Gallery of Ontario podcast. AGO podcasts feature talks, events, and interviews with artists and curators. Please visit us online at agonet slash podcasts. The title of this poem is Looking at Alma Duncan's Young Black Girl. That's the title of a the, of the piece of art, Young Black Girl, done in 1940. Her pose... Rodin's thinker, but so naturally fetching, no artist can leave her to the mercy of history. See, she's as slender and pretty as the gal who'll be crowned Lizzie the Second, whose pops, Georgie, chain smokes secretly as London blazes under the blitz. It's 1940, y'all. Europe is marble and manure, stained glass and bloodstains, hot excrement of words shoved into Nuremberg faces. Here, in our provinces, these various Siberias, under the cardboard eyes of George VI, whose bro, ex-king, has a thing for Herr Hitler. All is gray, the dull color of a Mennonite hell. How to position a young black girl, her dark ochre excellence, beauty like coffee, pungent and exhilarating against the cool business college air of Upper Canada, the dull, brackish harmonies of ministers of finance as dour as SS men, if not quite as murderous. Bay Street considers art the many rectangular paintings that back each buck, each dollar bill, those images of negotiable wilderness, forests, sawmills, pulp and paper, custom killing in a slaughterhouse, fire crackling under stars. The artist, Mary Elma Duncan, asks, how came you, girl, to be here, so womanish, your two brown legs in those minuscule heeled black shoes, and your upper body in that pink dress with the blue ruffle scallop neck, then clad in that light brown jacket? all enthroned on a beige pillow atop an olive-colored bedspread. There is cause for wonder. Our subject can't nurse patients, not yet. Is this her interview to be a maid, to work in service in Rosedale? What's in her purse, unseen? Tissue paper, cough drops, chewing gum, a change pocket overflowing with pennies? Does painter Duncan tell herself, negresses are so much stronger than we white gals? Maybe. But any resemblance to other women who suffer like she is purely casual. Painting is poison to insight. Duncan's brushes, oil on laminated paperboard, testify her subject shows elusive and changeable. Cotton plays contrapuntally against the girl-woman's copper skin. Ain't she a smoky black gal, her limbs all sheen, or pure music? 
Dismiss ideology of etiquette. Snap fingers to the blues. Don't give a damn for any thin tones. Yeah, vent volcanic hymns that singe the lips. Where is she from? Nay, where she is from, slave masters went down in dust and fire. Pigtails and licorice compose the diet. She has a big black fearsome Bible. She is a little tough, even hard on the outside. Her language is as sharp and piercing as a sword, a piquant jolt of school book English and schoolyard slang. Olive on glistens in her sable here. Her world isn't poetry. No one can afford that yet. It's potatoes. She's not expected to finish school, so she's delinquent in the library. She's got to char and chore to bring back a little meat. In the British Methodist Episcopal Church, pleasant beauties in sweet peacock silks pick up the Bible to put down the ugly. Charcoal of words, ash of paper, that's holy writ. Witnesses bearing Bibles guard the gates of hell to keep out the elect. Their world is power, judgments, and spirituals, women weeping awful songs. Alma Duncan's young black girl, our subject, surely rests one hand on a radio dial while the other hefts a book. She's studying jazz lingo to backtalk at Lindy Hop with them rude boys like moths who throng round lampposts, desperate to share in her body. There's one scratchy-voiced Baptist choir boy tuning his car engine like a guitar, rapping a lying intimacy, those ready-made hand-me-down canticles. He wants her to go with him until he goes on his cologned way. Say she's caught twixt blacks who want her to succeed but hope she won't, and whites who expect her to fail and fear that she will. So, she remains all beauty ever to be known, spiritual and skin and stone. Now that she has her liberty, ain't she got a right to be majestic? The hog we must slaughter and turn to bacon, our dreams. Tragedy of reason, comedy of emotions. The all-star colored singers croon, God is freedom. Malcolm X positively shouts already from his grave. There is no accidental lyricism. Miss A.D. doesn't mope in darkened galleries. She crams her skull with watercolored poems and serves a fat tea, a broth that wallows on the tongue, mud wrestling with sludge. The young black girl swallows. This liquor makes her larger than life, Amazonian, ready to be Rosa Parks or Angela Davis. Here is Duncan's signature of crayon and ash. It is lightning of prophecy. Thank you.
Thank you for listening to this Art Gallery of Ontario podcast. For additional recordings, as well as information on current and upcoming exhibitions and events, please visit us online at ago.net slash podcasts.